Hello, welcome to a beautiful podcast to fall in love, an unofficial Bachelor Nation show from TV Guide. I'm Liam Matthews, and joining me in TV Guide Mansion is my co-host from Ari Season and Bachelor in Paradise. She's on Adderall and birth control. It's Jacqueline Trumbull. <laughs> it's actually true. <laughs> yeah, Adderall? Yeah. <laughs> you got ADD? Uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Although it's called ADHD with attentional deficit now. So get with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's week five of The Bachelor. And there was so much drama they needed an extra hour to get through it all. We started by saying goodbye to Alea, who Peter decided was more trouble than she was worth. And then it was off to Costa Rica, where Sydney and Kelly got dates. And then the group went on another modeling-themed group date, won by Victoria F. again. But the real heart of darkness in the jungle was the emergent beef between Tammy and Kelsey. There were enough tears this week to fill a champagne bottle or a broken champagne glass on Peter's face <laughs> the best part of the episode was the security camera footage of peter hitting his head on the roof of the golf cart having it ricochet off into the glass which shattered against his head very clumsy it was such an incredible metaphor for him as the bachelor <laughs> and just for life in general right <laughs> you know the 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 first impact is not necessarily the one that does the most damage mm -hmm. it's the one you were not expecting <laughs> The second one. Yeah. <laughs> what a pathetic episode. Oh, my God. This felt like a turning point for the whole season and not a turning point in a good way. So we'll start with that. So how do you think Peter did this week, Jacqueline? Poorly. I'm struggling to say anything interesting about this season. And I have been since, you know, for a couple episodes now because they're, they're just the only thing I can really comment on is that Peter is not doing what he needs to do to keep his ship afloat. Like, I mean, Kelly made an important point where he's like, you're rewarding the drama. And I don't know if, I wish that she had expanded on that in the way that he's rewarding the drama because it isn't that he allowed Alea to stay and then go. It's that he's buying into everybody's dissension when he doesn't need to. He's incapable of saying, I'm going on like a linear journey. I am like, keeping this train going and like you guys are making a whole lot of noise and a whole lot of chaos that is completely irrelevant to why I'm here. So either like get on this train and stay on it or get off. But like you need to understand that I'm going to make decisions that you don't like and talking about it and squabbling and you know tearing each other apart isn't helping anything and it's not attractive and so get with the program i mean it's it's maddening that he can't do that all he cares about is like everybody liking him and it's crumbling but that's the only thing i can really say about this season because other than that it's just a bunch of really awful women who are just going out of control i mean it's not even really interesting drama <laughs> i'll try to talk about it but man how do you think peter did it was terrible like, he made the wrong decision at every juncture. He should not have sent Alea home, first of all. No. I mean, he should have never sent her home, but this time he also should not have sent her home because that was a wonderful opportunity for him to tell everyone to get in line. Because now what he's done is increase their power and increase the power of drama. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, by giving credence to every grievance and allowing them to win. I mean, there are a lot of bullies in this house, and by allowing them to get what they want, it just gives them more and more power, and they'll just keep pushing it until what? I mean, how does, how does this end? So it ends with Sydney becoming the Bachelor, I guess. Probably she, <laughs> she just asserts dominance over Peter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Right. <laughs> right. Terrible outcome. Yeah. It's interesting watching Peter because I feel like he's becoming less substantial as the season goes on. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It's like as we get to know him better, it's like, oh, there's just not much to him. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was an incredible one-on-one -on -one date with Sydney where he keeps talking about the mystery of her and how he can't quite grasp anything about her. And I was like, maybe it's because there's nothing to grasp. And, and that became pretty clear in the, over the conversation. I mean, you know, she had a, a sad story, which, by the way... I don't know if you saw Twitter, but somebody is selling their yearbook. Yeah, we'll get to that. Okay, sorry. It, but it's the same thing. It's like Peter, I, this is what I always thought about him on Hannah's season is that there's nothing below the surface. Everything he said was a cliche. All of his feelings were prepackaged. I mean, and, and then night one here, I mean, I thought he was pretty deft in handling that situation. And he said some semi-interesting things, which is, you know, it's a pretty lo low bar for The Bachelor. So I was hopeful, but... You're right. I mean, there is nothing coming out at all. I don't dislike him as a person necessarily, but no, not at all. He's just not a. He's not strong. He's not a leader, and he has awful taste in women. And it's <laughs> it's just destroying the season. Yeah, he's just not a good batch. Like he has no. Colton had some interesting character traits, and he was thoughtful in certain ways, you know. But Peter, ev yeah, everything that comes out of his mouth is a cliche. It doesn't seem like he hears anybody, you know. Yeah. Like he's like, oh, I just gotta. I got to say something now. Like, oh, she told me something about herself. So now I got to say, you're a strong woman. You inspire me. Yeah. I have always been impressed. I mean, this is one thing. I, I think that the leads of the show are typically able to handle the personal tragedy cards pretty well and at least seem authentic when they're receiving them. But Peter really does seem scripted in those moments and uncomfortable. I mean, that's something that they should practice in the camera before they're chosen. <laughs> like, it's such a seminal part of the show. And, and yeah, it's it's very, very awkward every time that happens. And there are so many of them this season. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like bachelors who have been good leaders and why we dislike them or like them. I mean, I'm trying to remember if Ari was a good leader or not. One thing I think he did pretty well is in response to what women would say on date, like with the personal tragedy cards, he actually had some pretty interesting responses. I mean, he talked to Tia about his own religious beliefs, which were non-existent. He talked to, who did he talk to about his own miscarriage? Was that Lauren? It may have been, yeah. He actually responded with information about himself that was extremely controversial. Mm -hmm. And in those moments, he was he was interesting. But I mean, our group of women really didn't have, we, all we had was Crystal and, and it became the Crystal show for so long because we didn't have anything else going on. But that was not a failing of Ari's. And so I don't know if we just had older women and so it was easier or if, or if there was something about Ari's leadership. But the real leaders of the show that I can think of were Bachelorettes, Rachel being the for sure perfect example. Rachel and Hannah. Rachel and Hannah. I think Becca did a good job. Yeah. Emily Maynard was an excellent leader. Yeah, but out of the men, I can only think of Nick Vile. Yeah, or Ben Higgins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben Higgins was good. Yeah, Sean Lowe, I think, was probably pretty... It's been a while since I've seen his season. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever thought of that quality in particular as what makes a good Bachelor, but it's really, really necessary. And it's interesting that the, the Bachelorettes exhibit it more. Yeah, men are from Mars, women are from Venus, but women are, you know, more adept at managing people's emotions, you know? Yeah, yeah, they are. Peter, he really, he's just a simple man who likes hot girls, that's all. Yeah, I mean, that's clear. That's all there is to him. Like, we'll talk more about the conversation with Kelly, but it was really the conversation with Kelly that really made it crystal clear to me that he's just not a good bachelor because we, we cannot believe him as someone who is looking, you know, for a wife. We know that's not going to happen. He's not there. He's uh, just going to 
try to, you know, capitalize on his fame. Like people get judged very harshly for, you know, being slutty or whatever as a as a result of the opportunities that are afforded to them of this show. Mm-hmm. But it's part of the deal. You know, you don't like you don't become famous and then not uh, indulge. It's just how it works. Yeah. That kind of needs to be put aside. That's what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's exhibited by... He just goes with whoever's in front of him. He's not able to articulate what he wants. I mean, at all. Yeah, I don't know what he wants. It sounds like strength and hot. <laughs> Which is hard because they're all hot, you know? They're all strong and hot. So... <laughs> You know, I mean, Hannah, we actually believe that she was in this because even though Luke was such a turd, like she kept him around because she was trying to see if that was what she needed or wanted. And that's that's a good thing to do on this show. Anyway, Peter, get it together. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, for our sakes, like this is really getting awful. Yeah. And then we got another two hours this week. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Oh. (laughs) Oh, I actually enjoyed this episode for the most part. I mean, there have been much more painful to watch episodes, I thought. You know, if the if we have a weak bachelor, that can be offset by, you know, good women. Mm-hmm. But the other problem this season, like we're pretty deep into it now and no favorites have emerged, you know? No. So like my question for you, Jacqueline, now is do you like any of these women? I kind of like Natasha and I kind of like Kelly. And that's it. I, I was holding out some hope for Lexi, but she was eliminated. Yeah. And she, I mean, I was texting Emma for Emma Gray for a lot of this uh, episode. And we were both like, we were both talking about Lexi. And I was like, oh, she just said that and I don't like her anymore. Oh, well, now I kind of like her again. Nope, she lost me again. I mean, it was just, <laughs> I think Kelly's fine, but it's so clear that they're not going to end up together or that they shouldn't end up together. It's hard to root for her because she should not be with Peter. I mean, she needs someone more substantive. Yeah. I mean, it kind of seems like she shouldn't even be on the show if she can't buy into it even a little bit, <laughs> even just to suspend her disbelief for a date. Okay. Well, do you want to talk about her one-on-one? No. Okay. I just like her because she seems, I don't know, I just like how uh, in stark relief to everyone else, she just seems, you know, grounded. And she has the whole season, you know? Yeah. She seemed consistent. Yeah. And I think she's gorgeous, too. That's the other That's I like that, too. <laughs> <laughs> She, I don't know if she's not taking it seriously or if, I mean, she made an interesting comment that she hasn't had a chance to progress the relationship and, and he had the rebuttal of, yes, you have, because they actually did have one-on-one time and now they're getting more. I mean, she's gotten as much as anybody could hope for, but, um, given all of the distraction going on Mm -hmm. and, and just like, if you're not really prepared for the way the show works. Like, I remember having a moment, and I've said this many times, where I was like, is the more interesting story to resist falling in love or to allow myself to fall in love? And you you kind of have to make that choice and then just not even believe in the system, but just sort of let the game do its work. Um, mm-hmm. And then and then you'll, fi- you'll often find yourself falling if there's any chemistry happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what she tried to communicate is what she's going to do now. Mm-hmm. And it is about to intensify a lot. So I think it's possible that she could buy into it, but she's right in the sense that like there hasn't been a lot to buy into yet. And if he doesn't have any substance, then good luck. Right. If she's not going into their conversations during, you know, cocktail parties or group dates or whatever with, you know, talking points, if she's just trying to let the conversation unfold, it doesn't seem like that's a winning strategy with 
Peter. Yeah, and it should be because he's so inundated by bullshit constantly that you would think that there would be a lot of relief in just having a normal conversation. Yeah. And she alluded to this where she's like, I don't have a sob story or whatever to tell. And it's like, yeah, we, we've talked about this so many times, but you really don't need a sob story on The Bachelor because that's not what dating is like. Like, I don't no. meet up with someone and tell them my biggest trauma. It's you should share perspectives. That should be enough. And I wish that we would see more of that on the show in general. Yeah. But if he doesn't have any interesting perspectives to share, then there, you, there's not a lot you can do with that. But I like Natasha because I think she is a straight shooter. She's kind of funny. Um, I think her interaction with drama is to be like assertive, but not stir the pot. Mm -hmm. They actually seem to have like a modicum of chemistry. I don't know. I I, I like how at, at once assertive she is and also forgiving. Like whenever she's with him, she's able to laugh about what just happened while also asserting her opinion and the effect that he's had around the house, um, but then move on from it quickly and, and laugh about it. That's a great quality. Yeah. Right. She will have conflict with people, but it doesn't it doesn't seem to be a dragged out right. thing. She doesn't feel like a source of drama in the house. Right. And her po every point she's made has been concise and accurate. I mean, she yeah. like, I don't know if you want to just talk right now about like the drama that was going on between Tammy and Kelsey, but it was so insane. And Natasha, I don't really want to, so we'll save it for the end. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't respond emotionally. She responds accurately and then exits, which is great. Yeah. It's great to watch. She's the only one who is over 30 in the whole. Natasha is? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> She's looking at all the 22-year-olds like, oh, oh, there's actually a difference between us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So you like Kelly and that's it? I like Kelly and honestly, that's it. Like really, there are no, like there's nobody who I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see them in paradise, you know? Yeah, totally. I'm remembering Alea kind of well, <laughs> Yeah, which is weird because I found her very <laughs> annoying in the beginning, but. <laughs> <laughs> right. She at least seemed to have a distinct personality. Nobody is funny. Nobody is no one. Nobody is charming. We'll see. They're getting torn down very quickly. Yeah. Right. You know, you want to try to keep your hero narrative going until you get to paradise and then it gets right, totally. pulled down. Yeah. Victoria P had a short reign. She I really did. Yeah. And then we had saw that with Tammy this week. Mm -hmm. And even like the people who seem to be, you know, the front runners, like nobody's coming off well. No. You know? No, there's no one to root for. There's no one to root for. And if we can't root for Peter, we can't root for any of the women. What are we doing here? Mm -hmm. I People in my Twitter responding to my comments have said things like, "I there's no joy this season. And <laughs> <laughs> it does feel like they're just going through the motions. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. You and I don't even have any like much to laugh about. Like that <laughs> What a sorry state we've come to. <laughs> Ugh, this is depressing, dude. <laughs> Seriously. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back. Try to find some try to find some joy for ourselves in this. <laughs> back after this. Okay, we're back. And we're going to talk about Sydney for a minute. I'm not a fan. Not a fan of Sydney. No, terrible. <laughs> so, yeah. So you texted me. Do do you want to share what you texted me? Because it was... It's pretty incredible, right? Yeah. Sydney's sob story is that she ate in the bathroom every night of senior year and she never went to homecoming or prom. Someone she went to high school with tweeted that she is selling her yearbooks for $200. This is important because there's important stuff in these yearbooks. This yearbook, apparently this school in Alabama has some competition called the Top Beauties. 
which is the most sickening thing I've ever heard. Top beauties. The top beauties. And she was a top five beauty. <laughs> then she's also shown as sweethearts. Okay, so she, I don't know, she and her sweetheart were in the yearbook. And then she was also the upperclassman top beauty. And here she is oh, wow. with a sash, a huge number on her hip. And then she's holding a bouquet of flowers and she has a tiara and she's got a big smile. It's just insanity. I mean, I- not an unpopular person. Yeah. You missed another thing. What did I miss? From that yearbook. You know who one of her classmates was? Who? Hannah Brown. I didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> She went to high school with Hannah Brown. I don't see her in these yearbook pictures, but you never know. I don't know if they were the same year. Yeah. Or maybe she moved. Who knows? I saw tweets where people were like, yeah, she's talking about being bullied. She was not bullied. She is a bully. That's incredible. Right? So we haven't even talked about the date itself yet, which was terrible. He said she was mysterious. Mm -hmm. And she said she got that all the time. Mm -hmm. Which, Jacqueline, to you, what does pure mysterious mean? (laughs) I mean, I think that mystery is the most overrated concept in romance (laughs) of all time. I look for men who are not mysterious. um, Because honestly, I mean, mystery, it's as though we think that if you can peel back the mystery, you're going to find something great. But if there were something great there, they'd be showing it. So You lead with that. Yeah, lead with that. Yeah. I, I don't know why people... People like mysterious figures because it means they can live in their imagination for a little bit longer. And imagination is always better than reality. But this yes. girl is not better than reality. Peter, come on. I didn't find anything mysterious about her at all. I mean, the only possible exception is that he's so attracted to her and likes kissing her so much that when she says vacuous things constantly, he just assumes that there's something better waiting for him. I think that's what it is. That's what he means. Somehow she is able to, in a brief conversation, hide that she is vacuous. Mm -hmm. In my experience, I have found that that is what plays as mystery mm-hmm. sometimes. Right. It seems like you're holding something back. And it's like, well, no, there's just not. <laughs> they're holding back that they're <laughs> not very bright. She knew she had to play the personal trauma card. Right. But she did it so transparently. Like it didn't even, it just, she was like, okay, I'm going to tell you all the bad things that happened to me and lit- all the bad things that happened to me. It was just this litany of tragedy. Right. There was a very interesting editing trick or not a trick but just like the way it was framed in this episode was kelly found out that she was gonna go on the Mm one-on-one and she said i don't have a sob story and then we cut to sydney telling her sob story (laughs) and then getting a rose Uh uh-huh that's pretty funny i hadn't noticed that (laughs) yeah you know like that the transaction of trauma for (laughs) getting to stay another week do you have a sense of who he likes the most? I think he likes I think he likes Hannah Ann and uh, Victoria F. Okay. And Madison. He seems to like Madison. There are a lot of Madison truthers, it seems like. What do you mean? Like she has a lot of support on uh, social media. People really, really love Madison. I don't get it because we haven't really seen anything. And even like I saw somebody tweet. I don't know if this is true, but I saw somebody tweet like Madison is getting cut because um, she just talks about her faith all the time. 
<laughs> and they're not showing it on TV. That's probably true because that would have nothing to do with the plot line. <laughs> I mean, a lot of interesting people get cut. My boyfriend, he's like, I don't understand why he likes her. They don't spend any time together. I, I don't remember which girl he was talking about, but there is this misconception that if you don't get airtime, it means that you haven't had time spent with The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. It's just if, if you are not contributing to the narrative that they are showing, then you will get cut. And if she's talking about her faith, like what are they going to show? But also, like, yeah. why would we want to hear her talk about her faith all the time? Right. <laughs> yeah. They go with the best stuff, you know? So, Sydney, it was, yeah, I'm not a fan. No. She seems mean. She does seem mean. You know who else seems mean? Who? Victoria F. Victoria F. and Tammy. Everyone on the season is either mean or just trying to not get hit with shrapnel. <laughs> yeah. Let's take a break. And we're going to come back. We'll talk about Victoria F. And then we'll talk a little bit more about Kelsey and Tammy. Back after this. Okay, we're back. Okay. <laughs> I'm being very decisive about it. Um, no, but we saw a lot of, you know, extra narrative um, online stuff around Sydney this episode. But we also saw it with Victoria F. Since she won the group date, which was the modeling competition, a photo shoot to be on the cover of Cosmo, which is a great uh, prize, actually. Mm hmm did you see this? That Cosmo pulled the plug on that. I read the note and it kind of seemed like it was too late to pull the print cover, which I don't know if it's going to be like the cover cover. It's too late to pull the print, but they're not sharing the digital cover. Like they're just like, we're not going to promote Victoria F because of the White Lives Matter thing. They, they said it was because of White Lives Matter? They said it was because of White Lives Matter, which was the, you know, she modeled for that clothing line that was, it was about Marlins. But it was like white marlins, but it was still, you know, using this racist language. Well, not only that, it, it had Confederate flag clothing. Confederate flag. Yeah. She'll still be on the print cover? It said it was an inlay, which I believe means um, when you open the, it's on the, like on the inside. Interesting. But it was, it was too late to pull it. She was awful. I mean, she's just, she just seems like a really miserable person. Mm -hmm. Like she couldn't act excited over winning. Yeah. Which is incredible. Well, she said, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. But I guess that's just sort of saying it and not exhibiting it. <laughs> yeah. And then, but then she immediately moved off of that to, you know, she was like, do you know what two days ago was? And he was like, oh, yeah. Happy birthday. She said, mm -hmm. I'm 26. It's depressing. <laughs> yeah. Which when you said this, it was a joke. I was going to say, I have no stones <laughs> to throw here. <laughs> But she didn't seem to be joking, you know? I mean, she was being like a little, like, you know, a little glib about it, but she does, like, she probably does think she is old, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then Peter was like, I'm 28, I'm a grandpa. Yeah. Now I get why people were annoyed with me. <laughs> <laughs> Peter told her that he liked her, and she basically rolled her eyes at him. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't understand this personality. No, you know, I, no, I don't understand any of these personalities. <laughs> I don't find them interesting to dissect either is the problem. So, yeah, like all her negativity just seems like some sort of game to like, I don't know, get people to pay attention and like try to gain her approval or something. I don't really know what it is, but I don't really care. Mm -hmm. And I like Kelly. Kelly's date was good. I think we kind of covered all, you know, most of what there was to say yeah. with Kelly. I, I think that you've run out of options, Liam, and the only thing left to talk about is what you're trying to run from. <laughs> Let's talk about Kelsey 
and Tammy. It was insanity. You know, Brett Vergara was here last week and he talked about how he loved Tammy. I was holding out for Tammy. We were, I think we both were holding out for Tammy. Like, Tammy, pull it, pull it out for us. Like, give us, make us root for you. Mm-hmm. And she, she didn't do it. Failed us. They shouldn't have sent home Alexa. Alexa. Wasn't that the name of your favorite? Oh, yes, yes, yes. She didn't do anything. I just assumed she was cool. Maybe in real life. This was super pathetic. I don't know what Tammy was thinking. I, I mean, I, I don't know if it was an airtime bid or if it's just that the culture... Like the, I will say this is one thing that happens. You go on The Bachelor and you're immediately immersed in a new culture. And you t- and you start acting in some ways like the new culture that you're in, right? So ev- in my season, like everybody started crying a lot. They didn't cry around each other that much but it's like when you go into an itm there's a lot of tears and suddenly you're comfortable with that and so showing a lot of emotion is a thing perhaps they are now immersed in a culture of drama and so it's making them cattier because it's being rewarded and that's what's going on here yeah she just saw that that was being this behavior was being rewarded so she's like well give me let me give this a try from what we had seen before about tammy it doesn't seem like she would be someone who would do this but also she probably sees that her you know her her relationship with peter's not progressing so she's just trying to do something you know like a last ditch effort to save herself. We, we see all that all the time. If, if she is a fairly uh, emotional or argumentative person and she doesn't have a relationship to concentrate on, she's probably bored and just... Like, if you don't have Peter to concentrate on, then all you have are the people around you and the drama that's happening. And so it could be easy to get pulled into that. However, that's not really an excuse because you can rise above it. I always like to defend people on the show, but I'm finding it increasingly difficult in this season (laughs) (laughs) because their points aren't interesting. I mean, this girl called another woman and I mean, insinuated that she was an alcoholic and popping pills. When both of those claims are ridiculous, there is an alcohol limit on the show. Kelsey could not have had more than two drinks an hour. And maybe she has a lower tolerance, but having a low tolerance is actually the opposite of a symptom of alcoholism. That was such an unnecessary and seriously damaging accusation to me. Right. To see somebody, you know, drunk one time and then make the leap to alcoholism is just can't make that claim. Yeah, you can't. And then then the pill popping thing was enormously strange too. I mean, The Bachelor also filters what you can bring on. I mean, Adderall is not is not going to have the effect of making somebody extremely emotional. So, I mean, perhaps in some weird, uh, weird cases. And the other thing that's strange about Tammy and I think the, the women in general this season is that there's this sense of righteousness and like sort of black and white, uh, this is right, this is wrong. Like th- their whole argument essentially, and this is like a strike against Natasha. She's basically saying, I haven't had a date at all. How dare you be upset? that you didn't get a second one-on-one date. And Kelsey was like, that's not what I'm upset about. And also my experience is different from yours. Like, why can't they accept that? She processes emotions differently. She has actually different emotions than everybody else because she is a unique person and different things have happened to her throughout this process. I had to hand it to Kelsey this episode. I, I The one thing that should have been latched onto was when she called Sydney like a dumb bitch or whatever she said. That was something that Tammy could have said. When you got drunk, you said mean things about other girls. And that was disrespectful instead she latched on to the fact that kelsey cries a lot which is not something to shame somebody for (laughs) i mean it's just she's processing things in her own way and crying is a perfectly fine thing to do and then tammy uses that against peter that had to be a paradise bid or 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 just Mm -hmm. she's seen that you're rewarded this season for for snitching on other girls very very strange yeah i mean i guess it was just annoying (laughs) 
Like, yeah. people annoy other people mm-hmm. this season, and then that gets blown up into, like, you are a bad person and, like, doing a crime. And no one has done anything that bad. No. All anybody has done is been catty. Yeah. And, like, honestly, you can have a great wife who shouldn't be around other women. I, like... <laughs> That's fine. And, and that is what drives me crazy about Peter. He's like, oh, um, okay, you played it up for the cameras? Uh, you said something mean about other girls? You gossiped? Uh, that's not wife material. It's like, prob- ev- ev- come on. <laughs> yeah, everybody gossips. Everyone gossips. This is just so absurd. Just sit them down and be like, I don't care. Shut up. <laughs> Like, yo, you gotta stop coming to me with this stuff. Right. I don't care. Right. Like what do you want me to what do you want me to do? Deal with it yourself. Yeah. He should make a list of actual bad character traits and be like, unless you see any of these things, like stealing, hair pulling, <laughs> racism, don't come to me. Yeah. And then you better get it on camera, because even if you do, I won't believe you at this point. <laughs> right. A lot of uh People asking to talk to the manager this season, you know? The only real g- gem I-, I found from this episode was when Kel- Kelsey got the rose, and then her immediate reaction was, what about the other women? <laughs> and then she had to go and talk to the other women, yeah. and she was terrified. Was yeah. So yeah, good. Yeah, that was, I mean, but that's the th- like, Peter, he's just making bad decisions. Like, that was, he thought he was doing a nice thing. He really didn't realize, like, how bad it was going to be for her to go back there with that. Because she was just being ganged up on the whole week. Right. Like, they were truly, like, just, I mean, just ganging up on her. Right. And as soon as they, she came back with a rose, seemed apologetic about it, they were like, oh, great, we can jump on this. And somehow, they blamed her for getting the cocktail party canceled, which I was like, I'm not sure how that follows at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They're all in their own heads. Mm -hmm. They're just wound up. Mm-hmm. Peter's encouraging it. We didn't even talk about the, the single worst line that Peter said this episode. Oh, what was it? He sat Kelsey down and said, so I heard you had a mental breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't believe that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So bad. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't have any further commentary. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's all you need to know. This guy, he has he doesn't know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Ugh. All right, we gotta end it there. We can't keep going. We gotta. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> right. This has been a beautiful podcast to fall in love. I'm Leah Matthews. I'm Jacqueline Trumbull. <laughs> we'll be back Thursday to talk about Wednesday's episode. Until then, love you. Bye. Whether it's a new Netflix original, the latest season of a long-running network drama, or a reevaluation of a legendary comedy series, TV Guide is the place for fans to come and find out about their favorite shows and movies. And with our help. Discover some new favorites as well. From our Watch This Now recommendations and newsletter to our WTF Just Happened video series, TV Guide is the premier hub for people who love TV as much as we all do to come and hang out. Visit us at tvguide.com, follow us on social media at TV Guide, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash tvguide, for all this great free content. And let us help you find your next binge.